What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Abby Wilson, and I serve as the Director of Guest Services. We are so glad you are joining us today. We are starting day two of our First and Second Samuel series. So what we're doing is reading through Scripture together. We are currently at New Vision going through a sermon series in First and Second Samuel that's going to take us all the way through the fall of 2022 um, up until the Christmas season. So it's, it's quite a long sermon series. So we are hopeful that you can use this podcast series to go along with that. They don't line up perfectly, but this will just help you in your study um, as we as we go through um, this series together. So whether you attend New Vision or maybe you're in church somewhere else, we just hope that this podcast can always just be an opportunity for you to dig more and learn more about Scripture. So like I said, we are on day two. If you weren't with us yesterday, Cloud kicked us off yesterday with kind of an overview of, of what this book is about. First Samuel, um, talking about the birth of Samuel to Hannah and, um, and kind of getting us going on that. So if you weren't able to listen yesterday, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's podcast, just so that way you have some good groundwork of where we are starting at. So I am going to be reading today out of 1 Samuel chapter 2. The way that this works is we're going to read scripture together. I'm going to give you just a couple of my thoughts, uh, maybe some notes, and then we'll be on our way. So like I said, I'm going to be reading today in 1 Samuel chapter 2. This is verses 1 through 11. Um, In the Bible that I'm reading out of, this is titled Hannah's Prayer of Praise. And I'm going to be reading today from the New Living Translation. Usually when I'm on the podcast, when I'm studying scripture, the Bible that I use is the English Standard Version. It's a word-for-word translation. The New Living Translation is a thought-for-thought translation. But because of the flow of this prayer of praise, I wanted to read it in this version just because it's a little bit easier to understand. Um, It flows just a little bit easier. easier. So that's why I'm using this translation. So again, first Samuel chapter two, verses one through 11, let's read together. Then Hannah prayed, my heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. No one is holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Stop acting so proud and haughty. Don't speak with such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows what you have done. He will judge your actions. The bow of the mighty is now broken, and those who stumble are now strong. Those who were well-fed are now starving, and those who were starving are now full. The childless woman now has seven children, and the woman with many children wastes away. The Lord gives both death and life. He brings some down to the grave, but raises others up. The Lord makes some poor and others rich. He brings some down and lifts others up. He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes and placing them in seats of honor. For all the earth is the Lord's and he has set the world in order. He will protect his faithful ones, but the wicked will disappear in darkness. No one will succeed by strength alone. 
Those who fight against the Lord will be shattered. He thunders against them from heaven. The Lord judges throughout the earth. He gives power to his king. He increases the strength of his anointed one. Then Elkanah returned home to Ramah without Samuel, and the boy served the Lord by assisting Eli the priest. So that kind of completes our reading for today's scripture. Um, There's a commentary that I use. It's called Enduring Word. You can either get it as an app on your phone or you can go to the website. It's just EnduringWord.com. Something that it said at the beginning of this um, that I thought was so interesting. I'm going to summarize it. I'm not reading this from the website word for word, but it says this, this prayer of praise, this song of Hannah's, this is what she was praising the Lord for on the day that she left Samuel. If you're a mom or if you're a parent, I want you to imagine that for a second. You are handing your child over to the care and keeping of someone else. And this was her response to that. This is the day that she fulfilled her promise to the Lord. She, um, if again, if you listen yesterday, Hannah promised the Lord, if you give me a son, I will give him back to you. This is her doing that. She has done that work. She has fulfilled her promise. And this is her response to the Lord. This is her praise to the Lord for fulfilling her promise. This is this is what she was doing on the day that she left her son Samuel in the tabernacle under the care of the Lord and under the care of Eli. So going back to verse one, she says, my heart rejoices in the Lord. So again, think about that on, on this day of laying her son at the feet of the Lord, she is rejoicing. You know, we learn in scripture that, um, Samuel was probably about three years old, somewhere in there. Um, I, (laughs) I don't know about you. I have a son who is six. And so when I think back to him being three years old, um, that this would be heartbreaking. This would be the hardest thing I think that I would ever have to do is to give my son up to to say I am being faithful um, and I'm going to follow through in my promise and he's not going to be in my home anymore. That I think that would be the hardest thing that I would have to do as a mother. And what is Hannah doing? She is rejoicing. In all circumstances, she is rejoicing in the Lord. Are we rejoicing in the Lord in all circumstances? You know, it's it's easy to praise the Lord when He answers our prayers in the way that we want Him to answer our prayers. It's not always easy to rejoice and praise Him when He doesn't answer our prayers in the way that we expect Him to, when we are sitting in the waiting when we are being asked to sacrifice something that means a lot to us. But this is an example of what we should be doing. We should be rejoicing in the Lord in all circumstances. Moving on down in the scripture in verses four through the beginning of verse eight, we see this back and forth of being um, brought down if you are, um, you know, if if you are not getting your strength from the Lord and then being raised up. And this to me is just a picture of humility or really an example of what we need to do to have humility. Um, For example, this says, um, those who were well-fed are now starving, and those who were starving are now full. So even just in that, I'm thinking about those who were well-fed, what were they being fed from, not from the Lord? 
and those who are starving, those who call out to him and ask for his guidance and ask for his help, he is providing that. Hannah is giving a picture of how humility, how humbling yourself before the Lord and saying, I can't do this on my own. I don't want to do this in my own strength. Lord, you strengthen me. Lord, you sustain me. Lord, you provide for me. And the Lord will do it every single time. And then moving on down into the second part of verse 8 through verse 10, which is the end of her prayer, there is a confidence that Hannah has in the Lord reigning and ruling. And in fact, I want to read this. I thought this was so interesting. Again, this came from the Enduring Word um, commentary. So something that Hannah says in verse 10, this is at the end of verse 10. She says, he, referring to God, he gives power to his king. He increases the strength of his anointed one. Well, remember that at this time, Israel did not have a king. (laughs) They weren't asking for a king at this time. So when Hannah says his king, this is looking ahead to the Messiah. So so I want to read, like I said, I'm going to read this from the Enduring Word commentary about this set of scripture. Um, it says, this is the first place in the Bible where Jesus is referred to as the Messiah. Um, um, Hannah applied this to him. Um, Messiah in Hebrew, Christ in Greek, and anointed Um, in English. We see it say his anointed one. That's what it says in English. This was then adopted by David, Nathan, Ethan, Isaiah, and Daniel, and then also other prophets of the Old Testament and by the apostles and and the inspired writers of the New Testament. And then it goes on to say that Zacharias, who Zacharias, remember, is the father of John the Baptist, he quoted Hannah in Luke 169 when he prophetically called Jesus a horn of salvation, which is how it's not in this in the scripture that I read today. It's not in um, this context, but in other um, versions, it that's what it's called, this horn of salvation. And so that is quoting back to 1 Samuel 2, verse 10. And then also Mary, the mother of Jesus, quoted Hannah's song often, and that can be found in Luke 1, verses 46 through 55. I thought that was so neat that this woman in Scripture is pointing us to Jesus. I love how in the Old Testament, if you read and study and learn, it is pointing us to Jesus. I love that. And then we finish this out with verse 11, where Hannah and her husband returned home and the boy served the Lord. This little boy, this little boy with childlike faith, he served his heavenly father. He served in the house of Eli. Y'all don't discount what children can do for kingdom advancement. There is something to be said for a child who believes and a child who who walks in the will of the Lord and is obedient. They don't kids aren't bogged down by the darkness of the world the way that we are. They share their faith because they are confident in it. They don't have the the worry of judgment the way that we do. So don't discount that. If you have kids, point them to Jesus. Don't be afraid of letting them come to faith early because you don't know how that testimony can be used in their life.
So I just have a couple notes that I want to say as kind of takeaways for today. These were just some bullet points that I thought about when I was thinking through this prayer and praise of Hannah. Be faithful in prayer like Hannah was faithful in prayer. In chapter one of 1 Samuel, we saw Hannah being faithful and praying for what she wanted. She asked boldly the Lord for what she wanted, and and he was gracious and granted her um, her request. But she was faithful in prayer. And then as we read today, she was faithful in praising God. She was still faithful in prayer. The next thought that I had was rejoice like Hannah. As we discussed where this can, just reading it alone without the context, you just see her rejoicing, but she is rejoicing as she is leaving her son. So as I said earlier, rejoice in all circumstances. Rejoice like Hannah. And then finally, give glory to the Lord like Hannah did. Hannah knew that she didn't do this in her own strength, that it was because the Lord granted her request that she even had this son to give to him. So she gave the glory. She rejoiced in the Lord. She recognized who moved and who worked in her life. So today, let's be like Hannah. Let's be faithful like her. Let's rejoice like her. And let's give glory to the creator and maker of it all just like Hannah. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.